You're, you're listening to Randall's Thoughts yeah. on HBCU Pulse Radio. Yes, so on today's Randall's Thoughts, we have to talk about the Boston Richie send a blitz video that took HBCU Twitter, which I guess because of Elon Musk, we're calling HBCU X because Twitter's X now, but whatever. It took Twitter by storm last weekend. On last Friday evening, Tallahassee native and rapper Boston Richie released a music video for his song, Send a Blitz. A large portion of the video was filmed at the Gilmore Powell Fieldhouse on Florida A&M's campus, which is used by the FAMU football team. When you watch the video, you see FAMU trademarks, logos such as the Nike logo, and Boston Richie and the guys that were with him wearing football helmets, and Boston Richie himself wore an orange FAMU polo. A few hours after the release of the video, FAMU head coach Willie Simmons released a statement flatly condemning the filming of the video on campus and announcing that all football activities for the team were suspended until further notice. On last Saturday, University President Dr. Larry Robinson and Vice President of Athletics Tiffany Sykes also spoke out condemning the video and saying that a broader investigation is going on to figure out how they were able to access the field house to shoot the video. Now, of course, as you know, many people took to social media to express their opinions. A lot of folks like myself spoke in support of the actions FAMU did. We agreed that the video shouldn't have been shot on campus without prior authorization by the university and that it is a bad look for the school that this went on. But I saw a lot of people that criticized Coach Simmons and FAMU for their actions. The critics called FAMU's actions hypocritical, saying that FAMU has a homecoming concert every year featuring artists that have similar lyrics to what Boston Richie raps in Send a Blitz. They also argued that the video was good for the school, a thought process in line with the infamous saying, all attention is good attention. The reason behind their arguments irked me so much on last weekend because it's such a wrong way to look at it. Boston Richie was wrong to shoot his Cinder Blitz video at FAMU and Coach Simmons alongside Dr. Robinson and VP Sykes had every right to speak out in defense of the image of FAMU. There's a rational way to look at all of this that supersedes respectability politics, which a lot of folks were saying like, oh, y'all are praying respectability politics because y'all are saying that that video should not have been filmed on campus. No, this is not a respectability politics argument. There isn't a problem with rap itself being tied to HBCUs. We're celebrating the 50-year anniversary of the creation of hip-hop this year in 2023. In the 50 years of the existence of hip-hop, the genre has always intersected with HBCUs. Rappers have popped up on campus to perform, lecture, do charity events, and yes, even film sanctioned music videos. Some of the hottest rappers and producers in the nation attended HBCUs, like Common, who actually attended FAMU, 2 Chainz went to Alabama State, and Rick Ross went to Albany State. And of course, we know that marching band culture intersects perfectly with hip-hop culture and that students demand that the most popular rappers of the moment make an appearance at their homecoming concert and often grade the quality of the whole entire homecoming by the status of the artist that performs. The filming of Send a Blitz on FAMU's campus is a totally separate issue that had to be handled differently. We gotta look at the facts that are presented to us. According to the statements by university officials, the music video was shot on campus without prior authorization.
conversation. That clearly was an issue within itself. But the biggest problem is the lyrics. Cinder Blitz features violent, misogynistic lyrics that I can't even read because we're broadcasting this on Sirius XM HBCU. It's that bad. Florida A&M, an institution that brands itself as the College of Love and Charity, clearly wouldn't endorse lyrics that call women out their names and casually endorses violence. He wasn't even rapping about football. All he said was Cinder Blitz. Yeah, that's a football term, but the song didn't even reference football like that. So this isn't a sanctimonious take. It's just common sense. These folks, just like you and I, have a job to do. They can't let this slide without publicly saying anything. Common sense seems to be absent in many of the opinions about the situation. Not only are people looking past the clear issues that caused the investigation and the broader controversy around this whole thing, they're even saying that the Send a Blitz video is actually good promotion of FAMU. Are y'all for real? Florida A&M University the number one public HBCU in America needs a music video for attention. A university that goes viral all the time and made national news for positive content with cheerleader Nyla Clarington as recently as late March needs clout off of Boston Richie's name? At some point, we have to make our arguments make sense. But the point goes even deeper than that. Like there's this notion that people aren't aware of HBCUs and that Boston Richie, who is indeed, I'm not talking bad about him, he's a prominent up and coming rapper. He was featured on the double XL freshman cover. Like that's, you know, a prestigious honor with within himself. He signed to future and I'm a huge fan of future. So I'm not saying like, he's not a big rapper and a prominent rapper. But what I'm saying is that Boston Richie's video, him shooting the Cinder Blitz video at FAMU doesn't bring any really good attention to FAMU. And I don't think it makes it all of a sudden cool. And oh, I know about FAMU now. I might enroll there when I get to college. I just don't think that that's the effect that the video has. Has, and I think that argument is disingenuous. Now, forgive me because I wasn't a football or basketball recruit and I made my college selection of Fort Valley State University in 2015 for some very vastly different circumstances. But if I was choosing the college and I was a popping athlete, I wouldn't be worried that Boston Richie or any rapper is shouting out an HBCU or filming on campus to make my commitment. And then on top of that, I mean, FAMU's football bona fides are solid. Let's not forget, they won the first FCS championship ever in 1978, and they're the only HBCU to do so since. They produced two NFL Hall of Famers in Bob Hayes and Ken Riley, and 68 other NFL players in the history of the league. Now, if you don't care about history, because so folks is like, oh, that's old news. What's going on now? Like, what can you do for me now? What have you done for me lately? Well, let's talk about right now. They have a multi-year partnership with Nike and LeBron James, the first HBCU to have a deal for LeBron bronze apparel line they just had a docuseries on the football team on espn produced by chris paul then fam you has three hbcu players in the nfl right now with marquise bell isaiah land and xavier smith why wouldn't fam you be an option for any recruit they have a great fan base they've had two great seasons since they've joined the swag and they're gonna be in contention this year why would a recruit not consider fam you if they want to go to an hbcu and why would they only consider going to fam you because Boston Richie shot a video there. Like, what more does FAMU have to do 
to fit this notion of publicity that folks have been talking about on social media. But back to the Cinder Blitz song, right? If Boston Richie made a song that was similar to J-Rock's win, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Maybe Boston Richie and his team would have been hit with a warning and Coach Simmons and FAMU's communications department would have spoke to him and his management team privately. But the problem that arises once again is that the video was shot on campus without proper authorization by university officials and the lyrics were reprehensible for an educational institution. FAMU administration and officials handled the situation well and with tact by hopping in front of the controversy immediately before it got legs and wings and started to fly, especially as SWAC Media Day was coming up. If they didn't, concerned alumni, stakeholders, and corporate partners would have publicly and privately called for action. Colleges are just as much a business as they are educational institutions. The administrators have the right to decide what's appropriate for their brand. They aren't acting in hypocrisy or righteous indignation. People know this though. They'd rather just speak as if they're more in the know than HBCU alumni, faculty members, and even students and young alumni like myself who worked in student leadership and marketing. Like I can tell you off rip that that was a bad move because of the violation of trademarks and also how it makes the university look and you have to protect that image. I always say this, no matter what, people are gonna go out of their way to argue with and act in opposition to HBCU students and alumni. The strategy is simple. They look at a situation involving HBCUs or HBCU culture and see what side HBCU alums are on and take the polar opposite position. And you even have HBCU alum that see what other HBCU alum are saying and sometimes they wanna be different and they'll say, you know what? I'm gonna take that polar opposite position so I can be different. No matter how wrong or poorly informed the points are, HBCU students, administrators, and alumni that are in the majority on situations are always wrong. And it's so frustrating, but I guess, you know, it comes with the territory. Bottom line is this. You can think what you want and argue up and down the internet. Go to X, go to Instagram, go to threads or Twitter, whatever you want to go to, and talk about this and argue about it. But the one thing you can expect is HBCU administrators to do what they can to protect the interest and image of their HBCU. And that in itself should be commended. And those are my thoughts on today. Like what you hear? Uh, yeah. Subscribe to HBCU Pulse Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, head to HBCUPulse.com to stay up to date on what's going on in the HBCU community. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening to HBCU, HBCU Pulse, Pulse Radio. Radio.